Hello, I'm Faye Waterman, and this is What's Your Superpower, the podcast. And today I have with me Peter Hersey. And Peter has a superpower that is a little bit different to what the normal entrepreneur. Today I have with me Peter Hersey, who is known as the property wellness doctor. And let's go over to Peter so that he can talk about his superpower and what he does using his superpower. Welcome, Peter, and thank you for your time. Good morning, Faye, and uh, thanks for having me on your show today. I'm uh, feeling rather privileged. Thank you. Now, Pete, you do something completely different to what a lot of people do. There's your normal health and wellness. There's your alternative health and wellness but you take it a step above that. How did you discover what you do and how it supports and helps people move on in their life? Yeah, Faye, that's, that's quite, a, quite a story there. But uh, basically, I've had a bit of a health journey with uh, chronic fatigue and a few things happening to me over my, uh, over my life. That's led me down some paths where I needed to get myself well and finding no answers in modern medicine or, or really out there and having to do a lot of research myself and work out how I was going to fix myself, basically. So that's uh, led me into all sorts of uh, healing practices, etc. and really looking at the things that, that hold you back and the things that hold your health back. Uh, as the property wellness doctor, I look at stresses in our environment, both human and natural stresses that, that affect our physical being and our wellness and also our mental health and emotional stresses and also look at our, our consciousness and how we, we view the world. Yeah, they all come together to make a package that makes you well. We all have stresses in our lives and we don't realise what those stresses are, but they don't necessarily have to be stresses within the body or within the mind. It can be outside that in our environment. How did you discover that our environment can make us unwell. What was the contributing factor to you wanting to get well? I'm a bit of an Aries and I'm a person who doesn't give it up easily and had a, a life that I loved at the time, very, very fit person and very active. And then to become a couch potato, I, I just wasn't going to have that. So got very determined. I, I think if you actually break it down, Faye, my, my superpower is a question mark. And the question mark, in fact, is that I question everything around me. I don't take anything at face value anymore. I question everything. And if it's around paradigms, and you and I have both done some study around paradigms, but I'm thinking if someone, someone tells me something and I agree with it and it feels good to me, should it? Has the world changed since we, we were programmed in that space? And if something doesn't feel good, should it? Is that my growth space that I actually need to get into? What do you reckon, Faye? Mm, and that's the question mark, isn't it? And I, yeah. I think that's a very unique superpower. To and, and it's a curiosity, really, isn't it? That question mark is a curiosity for when someone says something to you and you think, ah, let me have a deeper look at that. And that's what you do with the things that you do. And people come to you with a trust to say, I need help, I don't know what's going on, but can you look at where I am, where I live, you know, the environment that I am constantly in all the time? And you question all those things and 
but what is it that you actually do with that question mark to find out what's going on with with people? Yeah, well, Faye, in traditional medicine, um, you go to the doctor and the doctor looks at you in his doctor's surgery and he only sees what he's seeing in front of him. I, I look at you in your environment and look at the complete package. So I work as a, a dowser geomancer, which means that I look at earth energies and, and stresses and things that are unseen. And some of these phenomena on properties of earth radiations and um, phenomena that can actually trigger a person to to go down their path of uh, mental illness. There's, there's these things around us that modern stuff doesn't understand. We've, we've had these this knowledge for thousands of years and we've lost a lot of it. I've had a few people I've been able to pick up a few skills from and learn bits and pieces. But a lot of it I've put together myself. I think my other skill in that space is that I've sort of clear audience. I get a thought and then I go and I chase that thought and flesh it out and go and find out where that, that little lead takes me. So you know, working working through COVID space, you know, yeah, what COVID really for me, working from home, I worked out that I could do properties remotely without visiting them. If I can find you on a map or see you in a photo, then I can I've developed techniques to, to help people and investigate what's going on. That enables me to work basically anywhere in the world as long as I've got an internet connection. So uh, people are finding me uh, from all over the world. Uh, after this discussion with you, I've got a client in New Mexico. So uh, there's, there's no limits really other than the limits that you place on yourself. That's so true. And and that's the belief in in you can either limiting your beliefs or you're opening up to a greater I don't know what to say there, something greater than what you actually think. So it's about taking your blinkers off and allowing you to be able to is it investigate or is it be curious and search and do the research and you said that you you're intuitive, you have this intuition, you get a feeling. What kind of feeling is it that you actually get when someone asks you for help but they don't know what's going on and they're trusting you to be able to find that? Now, you, you, you go into people's homes and you say you do that remotely. All you need is a map and a pinpoint into where they are and then those feelings come out and you you can do the research. Do you do the research on the land where they are and what's happened thousands of years ago which could be affecting them now? What is it that you actually do, Pete? Yeah, basically being a being a dowser means that you're asking questions anyway and, and you build your knowledge base. So partly experience, partly learning from others and listening to what others do. Uh, a lot of people, there's a few people in my field and they all touch different areas and they've all got their expertise in different areas. I think my other superpower in there is that I can grab bits and pieces out of all sorts of people's knowledge and say, this one works, this one doesn't. But I won't throw that other knowledge out that's not working at the moment because I might need that later. So it's a matter of parking your ego and saying, yeah, okay, I don't know it all. But geez, that guy does it really well, or that lady does it really well, and I can actually adopt some of the aspects that, that they've got. But I don't have to adopt it all. I can take the bits that work from it. It's a bit like cherry picking. Yeah. Sort of, sort of a bit like Bruce Lee used to do. He'd, he'd uh, or my my old martial arts instructor Les, he'd uh, he'd look at something and and he'd, he'd 
get all the fluff off it and say, well, this is the core. This is the, the little bit that I need out of that. That's the gem and I can use that on that that uh, person or property. But but basically when I look at a person or a property, I've got a series of questions that I ask. And when I go through that, that gives me a number of metrics, which tells me basically what's going on. Like I can look at uh, where their consciousness it is, uh, what their parasite load of things that they're carrying, where their mental health's basically at, the main causes of stress around the around the property. Yeah, a lot of stuff that's that can be lovely people just happen to hop onto a property that's uh, not supporting them. Mm. And with COVID, you know, you, you might have been before COVID, you might have been in your house, you know, like ten hours a day, I suppose, as average person in a house, and the other times you bit work or or living your life. Then you get locked down. So in a place where you were for 10 hours being stressed, then you were there for 24-7. So you can see the, the escalation in people's health issues and things, being in that same stress and not being able to move off it. Mm. And so what sort of stresses do you find on in, well, actually on people's properties, but also that then take the people who are there take on that stress, which then takes them to an unwell place and they don't know why and they may go to the doctor and the doctor says, oh, take this or do this or whatever, and it doesn't make any difference. But then you come along, you question, you get a feeling and you have a series of questions that you will ask, but there's there's more to it than that. You, you, you have this intuition which is delving deeper when they're talking or you're getting feelings from the environment that they're in, not just inside their home but outside on the land. What is that feeling, that superpower that gives you the ability to heal, heal the land or heal that person? What is it? Just just going back a couple of steps there, Faye, you know, you, you're right when you're saying that the, the doctor might say, okay, you got this, we're going to cut that out of you, here's your meds, and then send just straight back to the same stresses that probably were a major contributor to it in the first place. And, and when you look where your house is, what was there before you and before that and before that? So, you know, you might have had an Aboriginal massacre or something that's happened on your property and all those old energies are still in the ground. A lot of these stresses are actually... You break everything down into quantum physics, everything's basically vibrations. And certain frequencies just don't agree with our human um, psyche and our physical being. So back, going, going back in the, in the day, we used to be nomadic. And if we went to a place and we didn't thrive in it, we wouldn't go back. We had choice. Now we're capitalists, got all our eggs in one basket. We can't afford to move and we're going to stay there whether it kills us or not. Basically, that's, that's what it comes down to. But it's, uh, but it's frequencies that, that, uh, that are on the property that are, that are often uh, the issue. Some, some frequencies uh, soothe us, like some soothing music. And other things are like uh, someone run their hand down a chalkboard. And their frequencies that disrupt the normal functions of our being, they bring us undone eventually. They, they affect our, uh, our ability to maintain wellness and fight off disease. You know, they, they limit our immune system. They, they impede our immune system. And, you know, our, our body's full of junk all the time, but our immune system's dealing with it. You know, we've got cancers and things going on and, and our bodies just go, come on to that, get rid of it. But if an area of your body... One area of your body, say say your chest, you've got some stress lines crossing your chest, you might have chronic coughs and colds that never seem to come right. Yeah. Okay. 
and 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 not sleeping well, and that and, and depending on how strong that stuff is and how long you're on it for, that could even end up at the tumor end of the scale. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's how strong it is and how long you're on it, and uh, what can we do to? You know, some things you can fix, other things you got to maintain. You know, we're, we're only a tiny little piece of the world, and you know we might need to manage an environment for a period of time, but you know we're going to move on eventually, and then nature might want to take it back to what its original purpose was. Mm. And some of the people that you deal with have no idea what's happened to the land or the surrounding environment that they've moved into. It's like, you know, when they're building new suburbs and things like that and they build them on tip spaces and all the methane gases and things eventually come through and people start to get ill. They should know better than that. But there's something that you have inside you when you're having a conversation with someone and you get these feelings that tell you something what's what's it like when you're working with someone can you give us an example of working with someone you said the earth is an energy and it's a vibration we are an energy and we are a vibration so our vibrations take on those vibrations that surround us as well what is it that you that those feelings is it is it a I don't know how to explain it. Explain the feeling, if you can, that you get when someone is unwell but they really can't find what it is that's making them unwell. I'm grateful when people find me and said people are finding me from all over the world and often they're, they're stuck. There's No one else has got any answers for them. And uh, yeah, the, the universe has shared stuff with me, so... I don't. Sometimes I get a spidey sense that, that something's not quite right, or there's something that I don't know. And there's some properties I still don't know everything that's going on on the properties. I'm, I'm discovering new stuff every day, but I, I, I treat the properties. Sorry, I, I investigate the properties with my current knowledge base, and more more than a, a feeling, Faye, I get a thought, and it's not a voice; yeah. it's a thought. And I then I then I go along with that thought and 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 see where that takes me, and I think questioning that same space, I'll, I'll give you an example of a property I've looked at recently. Um, some mental health going on in the property, uh, things are unstable, health's not really good. Um, some, of the, some of these earth stresses come out from disturbance to earth. So underground streams will get sick because of earthworks. And when I mean sick, I don't not mean polluted, they, they've just changed their frequency. Okay, and you can often see it when you know what to look for, you can see it in the trees and, you know, if you've got a hedge running through your property, you might find every second or third bush in the hedge might be uh, stunted or sick or not quite to the full health of the rest of it. Um, this particular property I was looking at, I looked at it probably 18 months ago and we had it pretty much sorted and the, the number of earth stresses coming to the surface had doubled in that last 12 months and... In discussions with that person, we found out that the tunnelling for the train system in Melbourne is actually about 400 metres away from them. So some of this stuff comes up through like little micro faults in the earth. And I think some of that disturbance has, has changed the, the function of that space. And even the earth moving itself, you know, it's, it's fluid. You know, you've got a crust that moves even on the surface, but everything's moving underneath. 
uh, everything's ebbing and flowing and changing. Well, traditionally, people people who would do the geomancy side of things would visit a property once and it'd never return. And that's it. They said it's done. But I'm finding a property needs to looking at it at least every six months because of stuff changing. There's a new cell tower gone in. You know, the, 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 the tunnelling's happening. There's a new subdivision kilometre down the road, which is affecting the streams that are flowing through your house and probably uh, damaging people's health for kilometres. It's, it's mind-boggling. It's interesting, isn't it, because you see where there's been an old house for many, many years and then all of a sudden the developers come in and start building townhouses and whatever on that property. But they don't just go on the surface of the property. They actually dig down deep underneath the car parking and that sort of thing. So what sort of disturbances happens you know, that stretch along that area of of earth could go for kilometres, couldn't it? Yeah, definitely. You know, they might be building over an old cemetery and you've got all these, uh, all these energies from people who've passed or they've, they've passed but haven't passed over. Uh, and, and having some of those things in your house can really disrupt things. Uh, let, let's just tell you that if your house is full of these stresses, your mind gets stuck in beta brainwaves. Beta brainwaves is basically fight and flight. So if you don't get into the better moving forward type brainwaves like alpha and, uh, and delta, et cetera, you should go into your deep sleep, then you don't move forward. You're stuck in your day-to-day -day loop, a bit like Groundhog Day. When you clear these stresses, then your brain can actually come out of that beta mode and actually start looking ahead and actually moving the family forward. You'll find also that people who have lived in a stress house will then pick another stressed house for the next house because it's their comfort zone. They don't know the difference. So I, I check a few places out for people and I tell them what I can see and uh, and they can make an informed decision with uh, the best knowledge I can give them and they can choose to, to go ahead or not go ahead, but they at least have a, a rough idea of what they're getting themselves in for. It's interesting, isn't it, because you can have a look at a home or a piece of land if someone's thinking of buying it and building on it or whatever and just look at the underlying issues that it may or may not have and let them know so then there's a choice that they can make to either purchase or move and find something else. So that's something that we as humans don't realise, you know, if we're buying land, what's the history, what's the energies underneath the land, what's, what's it going to create when you put a home on it that you hope is happy and healthy and all the rest of it, but it turns out to be something completely different. Yeah, you, um, you can, you, when, when you take a photo of a house, a lot of those energies are actually in the photo. So so if you're going to get your house, put your house on the market, then you, you clear all the stuff up before you take the photo of the house. So And people have that sixth sense, you know, that they'll be flicking through uh, realestate.com. Yeah, I like that one. Don't like that one, but they don't necessarily know why. It's their, their intuition might say yes or no. Yeah. And they not, might not know what paradigms are sitting behind that intuition, which, uh, which might make them make a, a good choice or a not-so-good choice. Yeah, you've you've just opened up my mind even more and we've had many conversations about these sorts of things. But if anyone is, you know, not feeling well or there's an energy that's not right, then they can contact you and have that conversation with you. People have to be open-minded yep. to, to want to talk to you in the first place. But... I'm going to ask you, you've mentioned a couple of superpowers that you have. Tell me what those superpowers are again. One was questioning everything. 
that question and asking questions. What was the other one? Oh dear, <laughs> you've gone through a fair, fair bit of space here, say, but uh, it's that intuition, I think, being able to park an ego and actually look at things as they are, not as, as your your emotions tell you they are. Uh, yeah. Look at them un under the, the, the latest sort of facts that, uh, that are available to you. I yeah. think you need, need to be flexible in those spaces because the world changes and some to some people the world's still flat. Okay. And <laughs> and as we're evolving, if if you're if you're open to it and you're evolving, that's part of what I do also. I do consciousness coaching and that, that enables you to look at the same space as someone else but see something different. Okay. That's a different vantage point. So some people I studied with, they said, Pete, show me your self worth, show me your bank account. And I sort of laughed at him at the time. There's laugh at my bank account. But, <laughs> but you think someone like Gandhi sitting up on Himalayas, glass of water, bowl of rice, meditating, do you think he wants to put his self-worth in something material? I don't think so. But neither of them are wrong, but they're all looking at it from the vantage point of their current consciousness. Yeah. And I think I think that consciousness and that consciousness growth and being open to that and being able to question everything, I think they, those superpowers sort of come together to uh, put your underpants on the outside, basically. I would say that your superpowers are question, the question mark, and the intuitiveness that you have to question everything and that feeling of, okay, let's have a look at this and go deeper into it. Yeah, I think it, I think it got me into trouble in my in my previous uh, work environment. But some people don't like being questioned, mm. and uh, I remember being in a in a management meeting there, and uh, there's some pretty strong egos going on in that room there, and they, they'd all said what they wanted to say, and I got to my point, and I said, "Well, I'd love to agree with you all, but that'd make us all wrong." And you sort of hear it timed down two, three, four, five, bang! They all turn around. What the hell did you just say? <laughs> I've questioned that they, they they have a group think. And, yeah. and one person says something and depending on whether they're scared of that person or, or what the vibe is in the room with that group and how how functional that group is to, to do its job depends on whether they're going to question things. And if you don't question things and get it right, then you're not doing your job. True. Some people can, can't handle it. And that means you're in a space that doesn't match your consciousness. Mm. And that means you, you either need the help lift that consciousness of that space or you need to move on and find your people thank you pete for sharing your superpowers because you 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 probably have lots more no i know you do have a lot more superpowers there but thank you for your time and sharing your knowledge your wisdom and your skills because i think it's important for people to understand who you are and what you do so that when they search out someone like you to help them and support them through I, I will say a journey because it is a journey to learn about who they are and their environment and have a different respect or a different outlook on where they live and what's surrounding them and what's going on to something that affects their health and they can make the changes to make it better so thank you for sharing that Pete Thank I appreciate you for it. having me here. It's a pleasure and, a, and a, an honour to be on your little show and uh, I love you as a person as well and I, I know you're going to be helping lots of people along their way and uh, supporting them and getting the word out there to support these super schools and making the world a better place. Thank you, Faye. Thank you. I'm Faye Waterman, the Conversation Curator, and this has been What's Your Superpower, the podcast, which will be a regular thing to find out 
what your superpowers are and to share them with the world so that people know exactly what you do and so you can make those superpowers shine on the outside so that people can see them and search you out when they need help. Thank you and bye for now.